0: Thanks to Betterment for supporting the Apple Bits XL. Betterment was built to help you make sense of what to do with your money no matter your financial experience. So while investing involves risk, Betterment's technology can help you grow the money you have and set financial goals for the future. Get started by downloading the Betterment app today. That's B E T T E R M E N T for the betterment of you. All right, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Guess what? We did it, Ma. We hit 100 episodes just to finish up the year of 2019. What an amazing, man, little run that we've got going on here. And thank you so much for all of your support. This is the Apple Bits XL. We cover the latest news, the big news that happens around and inside the world of Apple. We cover a little bit of the tech, but it's really all about the world of Apple. Brian Tong here, your host always bringing you the most, and this show is always about you all. Remember, you can be a part of it. Call in, use the voice memo app or your recording app, whatever audio app you want to use, then send it away to applebitsshow at gmail.com. That's applebits with a Z, your name, where you're from, what you want to talk about, good comments, bad apples, corrections, questions, all the above. Also, a little bit of the housekeeping here. You can support this show at patreon.com slash Tong. It starts at $2 per month, goes up to different levels, the big benefits, different rewards at different levels, early access to the podcast, as well as completely ad-free versions. So you don't hear a single ad. It starts at $2, $5, goes up from there. But that's the way that you can also support this show. All right, this week we have a fun one. Look, the year is winding down, so I figured let's bring in a guest to celebrate 100 episodes. Rich Demiro is in the house, and we wanted to talk about the year in review, right? The highlights and the lowlights. We could have gone with a good Apple, bad Apple theme, but I don't want to like beat you over the head with that. Let's just say highlights and lowlights. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right, let's just get right into it. All right, everybody, join me today on the show. You know him. You love him. Rich Demiro, tech reporter for KTLA Channel 5 in Los Angeles. Podcast is Rich on Tech. Book is 101 iPhone Tips and Tricks. And Instagram is Rich on Tech. He told me to actually introduce him with all of those requirements to be on the show.
1: <laughs> oh, that, I I have a large, uh, a large amount of requirements. If you don't mention them, I just walk off the show.
0: I, I don't even want to know what's on your rider for a uh, CES. If this is what it takes to get you on a podcast, dude,
1: only the yellow m
0: and <laughs> anywhere in my realm. Okay. Okay. I, I, I can work on finding someone to pick those out for you. I'll, I'll work on it. Perfect. So, Anyways, everybody, uh, rich, thanks for
1: being on the show. Always appreciate it. Love it when you're here. Thanks for having me. Always, uh, always appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk Apple with Talking. brian tong the king of apple <laughs> i'm not the king of apple. i don't i don't want to be the king
0: of apple i just want to be the the guy who loves tech i guess i am i have some you're, sort of status in apple world you're a little
1: biased <laughs> what? oh my no, gosh i'm just, I'm I'm just kidding you're very good. fair you're very fair but Thank look you. you love apple you're you know and it's that's as you know, do, that's do as do you like rich DeMiro. Well, I did write a book about it, so I mean <laughs> people might call me I get the most emails I get on a daily basis are "Hey, when are you going to do an Android book?" And I'm like, I would do it here you would understand this, Brian. Mm-hmm. I can't do an Android book because guess what? there are 1,000 Android devices out That's there. True. Not one tip applies to all1,000 of them, except turn it on, turn it off. That's it. Other than that, everything is specialized, you know hey, even turning
0: it on it's uh, the power buttons located in uh, different places depending on the phone. you couldn't you, just,
1: you still couldn't exactly this is the this is the problem and i love android believe me and i i mean what do you do you write it for the pixel so all five pixel owners can have a book what do you do you write it for the samsung note 10 so it's like what do you do
0: hey hey the fold the fold man the fold's the revolution just just lock just lock in on that so
1: all one million fold users i'm sorry that was just a projected number
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh you know if you're in the tech world you know exactly what he's talking about so we brought on Rich because, look, we're wrapping the year up. This is always kind of a fun time to look back at the highlights and and some of the lowlights from what we saw from Apple. But, you know, Time Magazine, they just recently put out their best gadgets of the decade. Now, on that list, three of them were Apple devices. We have the Apple iPad from 2010. We have the Apple Watch from 2015. And the Apple AirPods from 2016. Those are three really key products from Apple just in general. Um, what do you, first of all, we'll talk about some of the others, but what do you think about those three Apple products specifically? Do, do those stand out as decade type of gadgets for you?
1: I think so. The iPad, I remember I was working at a website called Tech Meme when that launched. And uh, that was, I remember sitting there just thinking how with this device, everything changes. Mm. And it didn't, it didn't. I mean, it. it you know, the iPad, I think, had an impact. It's uh, it certainly changed things. I don't think it changed things as fast as people thought. You know, we all thought we'd just go to the iPad as our daily device. Um, I think that people kind of forgot that the iPhone remains like the main driver for most people. Like a lot of people don't have an iPad and an iPhone. You know, we take for granted in the tech world they do, but you know, the average person just has the iPhone. They use that for everything. Um, what was the other one? You said AirPods, and what was the middle Apple one? An Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, those are like three of the crazy, awesome Apple products in the past decade. So I 100% agree. In fact, I can't think of another product from Apple. What are you going to put the HomePod in there? I don't (laughs) think so.
0: (laughs) Um, um, There might be 10 people that might argue about that, and they won't even listen to this show because we talk so poorly about it. But yeah, I totally agree with this list. I mean, I remember all the talk of when the Apple iPad came out, and that was when I was still invited to Apple Keynotes. That was actually, I think, the last keynote I got invited to, which is fine.
1: Oh, no, there was a time when you actually got to go. Yeah, you know, there
0: was, there was, there was a time. There was a time. <laughs> Everything's come full circle now. <laughs> so the, the, I remember though the iPad people publicly kind of poo pooed it, but I remember sitting in that room and I said, I love that thing merely for the fact that I wanted a device that I could, in that spoiled first world way. Wanted kind of like that casual device that I could just kind of lean back and read things on, knowing that I love magazines, I love comics. It took a while for them to actually get there, but mm-hmm. I 100% agree with the Apple iPad. And I agree with what you said. It hasn't actually taken off the way that we expected to. And in a way, it was almost because the Apple iPad was actually so well designed and didn't really require as much power as we thought it did that a lot of people ended up buying an Apple iPad and really just not upgrading them for five or six
1: years. Yeah, that was definitely, I, I still see people with, uh, I saw someone the other day rocking like one of the original, like really thick ones. Remember how thick it was mm-hmm. when it first came out? But at the same time, this thing was so revolutionary because it could become anything you wanted it to become, kind of like the iPhone. But when you think about reading and, and paper and the waste, I mean, I think, you know, even at our TV station, we use the iPad as our scripts now. We really? Used to Oh, yeah, we used to print out so many scripts, and now we just use that. And think about all the paper times, you know, 200 TV stations that that saves. Yeah. So, I mean, and you have that kind kind of across America with various things that the iPad does. It's become, you know, just so many different things. And I think with the magazines and stuff, I was really into, like, uh, it was called before it was Texture. It was like, uh, oh, gosh, was it Nextdoor or Next something? Anyway, Texture became Apple News, you know, the magazines. Mm-hmm service. And I, I thought that was so amazing that you can get all these magazines on there and you know, and then the magazines didn't really adapt so much. So sometimes you'd be looking at like just a PDF of the magazine, right? (laughs)
0: Yes. And you'd be like, damn, you'd be using like a wired and Wired's magazine was like all fancy and you could split different areas and you go to another magazine. You're like, this is not interesting at all. This is not a value add at all. Right.
1: No, you have to like zoom into like the column to like read the tiny little print and like, it literally like some magazines were just like a scan of the magazine at one point. But yeah, Wired did a great job. They, and I'm sure they still do. But, uh, but it's funny cause I've actually gotten away from my iPad. I really don't use it for much. Um, because between the phone and my Kindle, I kind of use the Kindle for reading. Yeah. I like that idea of not being on a screen. I don't feel like the Kindle's a screen. And I think that the killer application for the iPad was always having sort of a, a modified e-ink slash regular screen. Like it can snap into either format, which I thought would be really cool.
0: Yeah. I think the only reason why I still love the iPad is because I travel so much. There's times where I deliberately, I don't take my laptop at all just to purely be like, I'm not going to do work here. But I also like when I can sit on my couch and I can't read a comic book on a laptop like I can an iPad. And because I'm one of those guys, it works out well. Now we talk, you know, everyone's heard us and me talk ad nauseum about how I love the Apple Watch and how it's has still has the most potential. It's an amazing device. So yes, we get it. Apple Watch is great. Apple AirPods almost like be really, although poo pooed again. Much like the Apple iPad, became more of a cultural phenomena because of just how they looked.
1: Not just how they looked, but also when you the magic of putting those on, mm. and and how I mean, we've had wireless headphones before. None of them had the ease of use that the AirPods brought to the table. And once you experience I mean, I remember buying them for my wife and she sat there when we got to the checkout. She goes, wait, these are 180 bucks, whatever it was with tax, right? (laughs) And I was like, believe me, you're going to love them. You're going to love them. And all I did was talk about how great they were. First day she comes back from the gym, she's like, I can't imagine ever working out with wired headphones ever again. These were so great. And I feel like that was the experience over and over for a lot of people. And those are amazing. And I think the AirPods Pro kind of builds upon that. But the AirPods... Just It's just, again, Apple making things super easy and just, they work.
0: Yep, not, not necessarily doing everything perfect, but the whole they just work and they become more convenient, so understated of how they've continued to just drive innovation in that way, although some people may not consider it that, but just those almost human aspects that make these devices stick with us. All right, um, we're gonna look at the list here. I love this one because it's treated like a gadget. Tesla Model S is on this list. Okay, that's a, al-
1: that's, that's a good one.
0: We also have Raspberry Pi, right? Kind of like the homebrew way to make your own PC. The Google Chromecast. I was like, did the Google Chromecast really change things for me? And maybe because I was in the Apple ecosystem. What do you think about the Google Chromecast
1: on this list of 10 of the decade? I, I you know what, Brian, here's the thing. This is why it's so game-changing. The price point of the Google mm. Chromecast brought streaming to the masses. And Amazon now, I feel like, kind of usurp that a little bit with the, you know, the streaming sticks are so cheap from them that most people, like, you got to remember, Chromecast actually invented that, right? And then, of course, you had Roku and you had, uh you know, the other one, what did I just say, Amazon, mm-hmm. they came to the table with kind of more popular versions and Chromecast has kind of gotten lost. I mean, the real nerds, we know Chromecast, yeah. but the thing I think that has held Chromecast back, unlike the Roku and the... Um, I keep forgetting if they, if the fire the fire stick, the fire, the stick. fire stick is the fact that they have remote controls and the Chromecast <laughs> uses your phone. Yeah. And so I really think for the average person, like my mom, who, by the way, that's my audience at KTLA for them to not have a remote is kind of a downside. Yeah. And I think that that's part of it for me personally, I can use it. I can watch a movie and just stream it off my phone and, you know, use that as my remote, but not everyone wants to do that.
0: Also on this list, Amazon Echo, I 100% agree with that. In a way, Apple could have Apple could have had that spot, though. I still think, you know, they had Siri first way before anyone else. They kind of slept on it. They didn't develop it. But Amazon Echo blew it out of the water because they were so open with their partners. Developers could literally do anything with it. Oh, yeah. So many devices. Again, another thing you brought up with the Chromecast, it was cheap. It was not expensive to get into it. And, I mean, Amazon Echo, the last uh, report said they're dominating they they own 70 percent of the smart home speaker market slash smart that's that's massive that's yeah and that's not changing anytime so those numbers have stayed pretty strong the last two devices gaming wise nintendo switch gotta show love for nintendo switch i mean that 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 was it was almost like bringing back old school ds to the new age in in a lot of different ways huh
1: Oh, totally, and they—you know—Nintendo had a huge miss with the Wii U, yeah. Um, and it—it it just, well, what, 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 yeah. You had the Wii, then you had the Wii U. Wii was awesome. Wii U was terrible. And then they come back like just grand slam with the <laughs> with the uh, Switch, and they did a great job with that, and it's it's awesome.
0: The last one, and I love how they showed love for this because instead of going for like top sellers, which most of these things are, the Xbox. Xbox Adaptive Controller. This is the controller specifically made for people with disabilities or special needs. And it has this whole ability to basically give them the same exact control that we do. But some people literally, like, you know, they may not have digits to do all the things that are the dexterity for us to do. They're using like their feet and different pedals to actually do the same moves that we do. This Xbox Adaptive Controller was probably definitely a highlight in the gaming community because I love how gaming has grown so much that there are so many more stories to tell, but it's given people that normally wouldn't be able to get access to this entertainment
1: platform, the same access that we have. I, oh, I thought it was powerful. Beautiful thing. And, it, and we see this with technology over and over. I mean, it really is, you, you know, you're an able-bodied person, you take for granted, you use all this stuff. But when you have um, some sort of disability, the fact that technology can give you the ability to do things that your peers can do, in a way that we've never imagined before. Mm-hmm. Just great. And that includes the iPad. That includes all these, these voice-activated yeah. assistants. I mean, a lot of this stuff does have a lot of applications uh, in that community, and that's an, an amazing thing.
0: So there you go. That That's the top 10 list from Time Magazine. The Apple iPad, Tesla Model S, Raspberry Pi, Google Chromecast. Oh, I forgot this one. The DJI Phantom. Duh. The dr- really kind of became the name for drones. Amazon Echo, Apple Watch, Apple AirPods nintendo switch and xbox adaptive controller so a solid stellar list and just again kind of shows us just how amazing look at how lucky we are to see all those things in a decade that's just
1: crazy to me right still totally i mean a decade and it was it was a great decade for tech It it really was and uh it will continue to get better you know the next decade
0: now we came here to talk about apple's year 2019 highlights and lo- how many low lights did you actually put down? I have like one and a half, maybe.
1: Did you? Uh, I've got one, two, three, four. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, I told you one or two. Now I'm going to have to think of some more. All right. But <laughs> Rich and I, we do not, I like to do this. We have no idea what each of us is going to bring to the table. I brought highlights. Rich brought highlights. I brought low lights. Rich brought four low lights. But I'm going to start with you, Rich, as the guest because. I've got to show love. I'll let you start off with one of your highlights. What was, we'll start on a positive note. What was one of your highlights for this year?
1: I'm going to start my highlight because I bought this yesterday, <laughs> the 16 uh, inch MacBook Pro, uh, because I needed a new MacBook. I've been waiting for the 16 inch because I've had a 13 inch for a while. And I just, I, so when my 13 inch got messed up, like the hard drive crashed. And so my work loaned me a 16, a 15 inch. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I saw that screen. I was like, Oh my gosh, look at all this. I've been missing all this real estate. (laughs) And so anyway, so I went out yesterday, I got it. And the keyboard is to die for because it actually works. It feels great. It's a nice big screen. It's just, you know, Apple loves to like pretend that things aren't wrong until they fix them. (laughs) And that's... (laughs) exactly what happened with this keyboard I hated the keyboard on my old uh, my last two MacBooks so this is a great one
0: I've I've hated it forever this was actually I was debating putting this as number one or number two on my list I I wrote specifically the MacBook Pro keyboard Apple finally listened now the thing is that rich and I were buddies obviously so you and I were texting man it was I guess was it yesterday? Yeah, and you it were was deba- just yesterday. you were like debating about how to spec out your MacBook Pro. Did you take advantage of any of the perk discount options that I suggested
1: to you? Uh, here's the thing. Okay, so I didn't because I I am <laughs> I am the most honest person in the world. Okay, and I'll just be straight up. So my wife works at a school. She totally qualifies for the discount, right? The education discount. So I had it in my car, ready to buy it. And I see this little thing. It's like, I pledge that this will be used for education. And I'm like, (laughs) I can't lie. Like, I I know this is saving me $200, but this is not for my wife. This is for me. And so I felt so bad. I actually went back and I, I called my wife. I'm like babe, do you mind if I don't save the $200? She's like, only you would, would do that. <laughs> and so I just paid full price. I, I looked up the business discount because I do have a business because I wrote the book. Um, and you don't get 5% off anymore. Apparently, uh, you have to spend a certain amount to, to kind of lock in some discounts from what I could see. really. So, so long story short, I just paid full price. I went to the store, uh, like a baller, broke out the credit card and, uh, I've got a new MacBook. So it's all good.
0: You're, 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 you're a good man, rich. I think a lot of people, you might've just gotten a few new followers. Um, also rich on tech podcasts. Yeah. I'm just directing them that way for, for the most honest man in tech that you can
1: find. I'll just, I I just, you know, it's like, what can I say? You know, I can't, I can't tell a lie.
0: (laughs) I love that. All right. So, um, you bought it, you, you ordered online, correct?
1: Yeah, I just did like the in-store pickup kind of thing, which is okay. really great. And yeah, I traded in my old one, so nice. I was debating whether to give my old laptop to my family, but I just decided, you know what, I'll take the 600 bucks They gave me like 600 bucks for it, so uh, which I thought was pretty good, even though I spent $1,200 repairing it over the past two <laughs> years. <laughs> so that's the least I can do is get some money back on that thing.
0: Hey, man, and man, if, uh, if you're spending that much cheddar, you, you, you got to trade it in. You got to look out for yourself sometimes,
1: man. Thank you. Thank you. What is my family giving me except undying love? Exactly. And a a lifetime of just, you know, opportunity.
0: I mean, whatever, (laughs) whatever. All right.
1: They put me through college. (laughs) Okay, so
0: you and I have one that we definitely are on board with, the MacBook Pro keyboard. Um, I kind of extended it to this. I'll I'll kind of tack on to another theme and we'll bounce around because there's really no order to this. I also kind of tacked this on to the theme and really the biggest trend of 2019 that I saw from Apple is that Apple – is listening to us. And I say this not only from the MacBook Pro and the keyboard, and sure, people are like, oh, the touch bar sucks. I still hate the touch bar. It's there, whatever. I have to deal with it. There is no uh, SD card slot. Yes, they don't 100% listen, but the biggest, biggest thing that you use every day and touch every day on that machine, they listen to us there. They also listen to the cries and pleas for the Mac Pro. They release the Mac Pro. I'm not buying one, but I think the fact that Again, they've kind of shown a little bit of change in their identity at least this year, and this has been in the planning for two or three years that, oh, people were kind of mad at us. People were upset with us. Our loyal fans aren't really vouching for us as strongly as they used to. Maybe we should listen to them, which then ties into one of my other pluses, the iPhone 11 Pro, because I think, again – they listened to people so that is one and I'll talk about that more but that is one of my big takeaways and highlights for me that apple listened to us yeah. in 2019.
1: Totally agree. It's it's apple is changing as a company. Um, I think that they improve things based on what people are saying. I know that Apple doesn't directly tweet. They don't, you know, they don't engage in any way with their customers, which is so crazy. Think about all the fans Apple has. They're the only company in the world that does not directly engage with their fans in any way. I mean, if you think about it, they don't they don't even go on the record. They don't talk about anything on the record. Um, and so for them to secretly kind of listen and see, and to finally not just do things the way Steve jobs did, which great man, but he did things his way and that was it. And you know, when the iPhone had that problem, you were holding it wrong. And now they never admitted that the keyboard was wrong or bad, but they did change it and they (laughs) changed it in a big way. So, and you see that a a million different ways with Apple this year. So, um, I, I agree with you. I think kudos to the, the changed Apple. Yes, sir. Okay, your turn, Rich. Um, Let's see. I'm going to say I think the iPhone 11 Pro is one of my highlights of the year yep. because I think that Apple truly brought it with this device. And I say that because I really can't find a flaw with the iPhone 11 Pro. I mean, I really think that like, from the lenses to the design to the battery life. I mean, the battery life, I've mentioned this on my podcast I sometimes go to sleep and my battery is still 85%. And yes, I've maybe trickle charged it throughout the day once when I drive home. Sometimes I drive in my car for like 20 minutes or something. But like, what other phone in America are you going to sleep when your battery is 85%? Like sometimes I'm like, do I even need to charge this tonight? Mm -hmm. Um, The camera I think is amazing. They've rivaled the Pixel when it comes to the camera. I wouldn't say in every single situation, but in a lot, the video capabilities of the phone are just phenomenal when it comes to recording stuff. Um, The apps, you can't get any better. And, you know, other than not being able to set defaults, I think that uh, almost every problem with the iPhone has been solved, especially when you put into the mix the Apple Watch and the AirPods, it is kind of like a killer combination that nobody can touch right now.
0: Yeah, this is like the Golden State Warriors from last year. Uh, no, I shouldn't say last year, two years
1: ago. Oh, man. I'm getting see, out I would just agree. This is me with all sports. I'm just like, they're like, wasn't that the uh, quarterback, Jim, uh, that did that? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, no, it wasn't. It was John. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me with all sports. So you can say anything. I'll just be like, okay. I am
0: 100% in agreement with you. This phone actually surprised me because I – I've been kind of disappointed by iPhones in the past and everything you said is exactly how you feel. This phone surprised me because in a weird way, like when I talk about how they listened, they went back and said, okay, we're going to make sure these core things are important. And what do they do? Although the f- camera looks goofy and people were mocking it and I was making fun of it when we first saw the design. We're like, oh, God, that looks ugly. The The camera is amazing. The camera is freaking amazing it is right up there in it's in the debate as top two top three camera like as long as you're in that conversation of like the goats of cameras right now that's all that really matters and to your point right some, some i i think there's some certain night shots that are better than pixel shots now that i've seen
1: when I've oh, put yeah. i put them side by side i really do yeah and and just the fact that you can yeah it's 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 just much more versatile that's the thing that yeah. is that got me when i kind of took the pixel and the iphone out head to head I just I just found the, the iPhone to be so much more versatile, and yeah, the Pixel might have gotten technically better shots in like various uh, scenarios, but the versatility of having the wide angle, of having the the one tap to the telephoto, to having the great video quality—all these little things are just add up to a really solid device.
0: Yeah, it's it's absolutely the best overall comprehensive camera solution from features to even just the seamlessness of it um, that made it sound and then. We can't talk about it enough and we won't, but the battery life on this, I, I literally get through a day easily, even without trickle charging where I'm not even really thinking about my battery that much. And that, yeah. and that is, that, that is just one of those things that you, you, we've been crying about. And then once you actually experience it and people that haven't upgraded to the iPhone 11 pro, I'm not saying get the 11 pro just for that. But if you are in the market to upgrade, it's a game changer. It changes Absolutely. how I use my
1: device. It literally and- does. And with CES coming up, I mean, you'll realize that that's one of those events where you just need your phone all day long, nonstop. And it'll be interesting to see how well it performs. But the reality is, since I got this phone, battery is something I never, ever think about. I I don't even know if I've ever been below 50% on this Mm -hmm, phone. mm -hmm. And I use my phone a lot, by the way. Like, it's not like I'm not using it. Yeah. I'll be like, uh, (laughs) never mind. No, (laughs) no, say it. Say it. (laughs) It's just funny, like in the Android community, there's always this screen on time. You know, they always post like the screen on time. And like, it's just funny because like, you know, you get like four hours or whatever. I've never looked at my screen on time for the iPhone, but it's just, I just had that image come to mind where the iPhone just like blows away the pixel when it comes to the the battery life.
0: Totally. Okay. So, you know what? So far you and I have literally aligned on two specific things. I'm going to let you throw in another one. If you want if you want to mix it up, you want to go low light, we can, or you can stay with highlights. I'm going to let you drive this right now.
1: Um, I'm going to go with uh, a low light. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Apple Watch Series 5, always on display, mm. is not so good. Mm. And I think that it's nice in... Okay, so how do I put this nicely? Number one, the battery took a big hit. So the battery life not so good with the series five always on. Okay. And the battery life on the Apple watch has always been just fine. Like it's nothing. It's funny. It's like way, it's like opposite of the iPhone. The battery life on the watch has always been fine just because it gets you through the day. And that's fine, you charge it at night. And here's the other thing. So a lot of people will be like, Rich, I'll get two days out of my Apple Watch. Well, here's the difference. If you're not working out and you're not using that GPS, you're gonna get a lot more battery out of your Apple Watch. But if you're working out for an hour, that severely, you know, your battery goes down a lot in that time if you're using GPS. So for me, I run a lot and that will definitely take the battery down. Um, So the always on, I'd get to like the end of the day and I get the warning, I'm like, wait, what? is something wrong with this? Like what's going on here? And uh, I actually turned off the always on display for a while to, uh, to get around that. And I just think for the average person, like I was not recommending upgrading to the five. There's no need to, if you have a three or a four, especially a four.
0: Yeah. I I wrote that it's still the best smartwatch. I wrote the Apple watch series five. I didn't put in a low light because I wasn't really sure, but I, I did mention that I didn't even buy one to upgrade as an owner of a four because There was nothing there that did anything for me when I bought the 5 to test it. And, you know, I'll buy these things to buy them and say, hey, if it's good enough to keep, I will keep it. And if it's not good enough, I'm going to return it and I'm going to tell people, hey, it's all right. But I didn't even upgrade myself. The always on display, everyone was so on fire about it. And I right out of the gate, I said, it's not that great, you know, and I think it's proved over time that it's not the game changer feature that maybe people thought or hoped it would. It Some people do like it, but I would say, okay, fine, after day one or two, try using this thing for, to your point, a month, two months, and see how much it really, really makes a difference And I don't think it does.
1: No, and the other thing is Apple Watch, and I've said this before, they, out of all the wearables I've ever worn, it does the best job of lighting up the screen when you need it the most. And yes, there are those times, like those examples they gave where you're like in a fixed position if you're doing some sort of workout and you kind of glance at your phone or your watch, or if you're in a business meeting, you don't want to raise your watch you just want to take a glance at the time. But those are few and far between. Most of the time, you, you raise your watch, it comes on, you see what's going on on the screen.
0: Here's an honest question. How are you supposed to know what to do with your money? Well, very few of us are exposed to meaningful advice on how to manage our finances. Even a few of us have the means to get professional financial guidance. So Betterment is a platform that was built to do something radical. Give accessible financial advice that puts you first. Now, if you're like most Americans, your money is probably sitting in a savings account, likely earning you next to nothing. Maybe you have an investment account that you're not really sure what to do with. Betterment can help you make sense of what to do with your money. Investing, we know this, it involves risk, but you don't have to know the ins and outs of the stock market to start saving more or start investing in your future. Betterment's technology will put your money to work, choosing the stocks and strategies that are right for you and really strive to make you the most money because Betterment knows you have other things to do. Betterment's platform can even provide guidance on what financial goals make sense for you. So give your money a new home with Betterment. Peace of mind included. Download the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T for the betterment of you. Okay, here's here's a low light for me. This is general. Apple software updates. Ugh. This year was a brutal year for Apple when it came to software updates. Uh, iOS 13, you know, we have heard Apple talk about, we're going to make our software better. We're going to improve it. We, we care about this. If I recall, in the first month or five weeks that iOS 13 came out, they had an update every week. I'm not even kidding.
1: I was, I've never seen more.
0: I've never seen more. And that is, that's just not acceptable. I mean, yes, first world problems, but five updates. And I think it was, think it was five updates in six weeks. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you can't really be serious about this. Also, not only was it iOS 13, Mac OS Catalina was an upgrade where I waited a month before I upgraded. Yep. I did the upgrade. Uh, unless you buy a new machine and it's loaded on there already, I d- not only did I not think it was that great, but a lot of people, and I warned people, hey, if you have any legacy apps typically in the creative space, um, don't do this upgrade. And I, I think out of all the OSs that have ever been put out, I got the most complaints from Catalina. And part of this was Apple had warned us, I think, four or five years ago, hey, we're going to eventually migrate to only 64-bit compatible apps, which meant if you had any older apps that were 30-bit compatible during the earlier architecture, they wouldn't work. But guess what? Guess how many people really paid attention to that? Because that's just some like nerdy stuff that your general right, consumer right. doesn't know or care about. And so many people got hit by that. But also, Catalina didn't even really run that well on older machines. It, it bricked some machines. People are saying, oh, this doesn't work anymore for me. So just from an anecdotal standpoint of all of the complaints that I got about Catalina on top of warning people about it, that's got to be part of the low light for Apple this year. Software, software, specifically OS software was a low light.
1: Yeah, I wrote the same thing. I said, iOS 13, total mess with multiple <laughs> updates. And don't forget, we also had the death of iTunes in Catalina. Mm. So we had now I work in the local news, and that was probably one of the biggest stories in the local news, because the average person is asking, like, wait, what? what iTunes is going away. What? and there was not a lot of answers and you know the tech kind of people knew what was going on it was being split off and you can still do all the things you need to do but people were worried about their software or the the uh, songs that they had purchased going away the movies i mean their gift cards i mean there's so many i fielded more questions about the death of iTunes than i think anything else and I agree with the iOS 13 issue. We had so many issues that, you know, I wrote the book, uh, (laughs) 101 iPhone Tips and Tricks, and I wrote it for iOS 13 in the summer, and I actually did not promote it for a couple months after Mm -hmm. releasing it because I couldn't feel good enough telling people like, hey, you know, buy this book when this iOS is such a mess, and Mm -hmm. so I waited until it kind of smoothed out a little bit, and it did, and it has. And Catalina, I actually didn't, it was the first time I didn't upgrade my laptop for about two months, maybe a month and a half, just based on what you were talking about with the different apps. I wanted to make sure everything was going to be compatible.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm still using, what is this, an iMac from 2012 when they went to the whole big new bold 27-incher. I still use this for some of my production because there's specific apps that I can't do on a Catalina Apple uh, device that I can do on this still. And, you know, I'll I'll do this till the wheels fall off of this thing. But that's one of those things where, man, it affects a lot of people, including including us.
1: Oh, yeah. And especially if you're doing any sort of creative, if you're just surfing the web, not big, not big <laughs> deal. But if you're doing, you know, if you're doing anything with like a little specialty app, you know, a lot of these, you know, you have a little helper app, a little $10 kind of thing that you've bought over the years. And sometimes those just don't work when these major uh, changes happen.
0: Yeah, so that was a, uh, I'm, Man, I mean, I don't know if you and I are just plugged, or if our brains are just totally connected, but we're we're pretty on point right now. I know. I got to find something to disagree with the Tong oh. Man. No, Come I'm on. I'm trying to find something to disagree with you. on. okay, uh, your turn, low light or highlight. I think I'm down to only maybe a couple more. But you, oh. I know you got way. I know you got way more. So keep going. Uh,
1: let's see. I'm gonna say highlight. I'm gonna say Apple TV Plus. Not that bad, actually. Mm. So mm. now here. Uh, okay, mm. so this is with a lot of qualifiers. Number one. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone in America paying for Apple TV plus. Okay. (laughs) So that's number one. So when you get something for free, it's like, Oh, if there's one thing on there that I like, okay, it's worth it. And I think Apple was very, very smart in giving themselves a year runway with, you know, 100 million subscribers that they can, you know, give this to free, you know, I'm just throwing out that number, but all the people that buy iPhones and app, you know, uh, what else was it? iPads and and laptops. So a lot of people, you know, what, 50 million people buy an iPhone in in three months. So that's (laughs) at least 50 million potential viewers of that, right? In three months. So not everyone signed up for it. But my point is I watched the morning show. I like it. I'm still watching it. And uh, it's good. I haven't found anything else on there. My kids like the the Snoopy stuff. Ooh, um, Snoopy in space was really cute. They burned through it in about an hour though. Cause it was like, it was like 13, eight minute episodes or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I think, you know, and I, the rest of the stuff, I don't really have, I, I don't think it got that good reviews. I didn't really look at it, but uh, I thought it was, it was fine for what it is. And okay. I think they have a long runway.
0: Rich, this is highlights and low lights, not just there.
1: <laughs> I think
0: I think Apple TV Plus. I, okay, how about this? The highlight was that Apple TV Plus was
1: free. Yes, that is the highlight. That is but the low light was that it's not DOA. I think that's the you know or the highlights that it's not dead on arrival. I think that a lot of people thought it would be, and they're not trying to compete with Netflix. But it's it's interesting when you see Apple as the creative force that they can be. And uh, you know, if you look at all these streaming services, they're all sort of aligned. With a tech company or uh, you know a, a studio, and Apple has fallen right in there. So it actually, when you look at it that way, Netflix is the odd man out that's not affiliated with anyone at this point.
0: I, I do agree with you that it is a win because it wasn't a total failure. Because the morning show is the only show that I still consistently watch. On that, I actually like it. I think it's good. Yeah. And it, it's you know what I think also. It's such a relevant show of the times, and it kind of gives us for those of us that have worked in the media industry, specifically in newsrooms. I mean, you see this stuff and you know the certain characters that are in that. So I think it is more fascinating for us. But I everyone that is even non-related to the industry has found it fascinating. I thought it did give it some street cred that was it nominated for SAG Awards? Is that was uh that?
1: it was I think Emmys. Oh Emmys it was I Emmys? Think. Yeah, it might have been might have been. Oh sorry not Emmys. Um the other one. Not what oh, was it Emmys? Is this, I, I think it's I, No, I think it was Emmys. Well, I'll look I, it up later. I can look it up right now. I'm on I'm on my uh on my phone. I noticed when it said morning show it had like Golden Globe nominated. Oh, Golden. Gold. <laughs> okay. We were both wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, <wait>, okay. <laughs> golden Globe is not that prestigious. So <laughs> It's fine. It's a good start. And hey. Golden Globes, you know, they they tell you what might happen with the Emmys. Okay, I knew it wasn't the Emmys. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was actually an Oscar. They won an Oscar. It was actually a Razzie. My Jennifer bad. Jennifer Aniston, best actress in a non-motion <laughs> picture.
0: <laughs> hey, she's great in this. This is a side of Jennifer Aniston I've never seen.
1: I love it. Oh, it's, it's like the best comeback thing. It's the best thing she's done since Friends, which totally. is great because totally. she's done a lot of stuff in between.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, f- uh, fine. I'll I'll we we will agree on an aspect of the highlight of Apple TV. But I, I'm I'm still the jury is out for me. Once I actually have to pay w- for it, I don't think I will. I actually I know I won't. I know right. I won't. But we'll see. Maybe they they still got a long ways to go.
1: I agree. But I think again they've got that long runway, and that's that's what's working totally. in their favor.
0: Okay, um, my one of my highlights as well, the Mac Pro, and not because I'm gonna buy it, and not because recent reports might have shown that the base model and mid-range model is only as fast as a iMac Pro that might be two years old. So let's just skip over that part. <laughs> mm. I know if, if that's it's, not very good, it's not good at all. If that if that is holds up to be true based on benchmark tests, but I loved how the Mac Pro was apple telling people hey we are innovative we're gonna push this bad boy as far as we can for what is out there what is available we're gonna come out with a bold design that you may or may not love but it's gonna get you talking but it reminded me that apple because in the past one of my biggest complaints is they weren't pushing it they weren't showing us this north star of where they're going and i just love the fact that they said you know what screw it we might sell a thousand of these we're still gonna make this thing because we can and that that to me sometimes is more important about how a brand tells their customers who they are and what they are. And if they can afford to do that, then then yes. I mean, it doesn't make the most business sense. I get it. But as someone who supports this uh, ecosystem and its products and even likes the idea of, oh, this is a product that is unattainable for me right now, I would like to get one down the road. But just to even have that kind of lust for a product that your company that you support builds i think it's important to the psyche of its user base and so i was happy that they made the mac pro and i thought it was a highlight because they finally said we're gonna go balls to the wall and show you that yes we can still play in this space
1: yeah and i think if you start with just the screen holder and then you go from there (laughs) you know you can build this thing brian i'm thinking by the end of the new decade
0: (laughs) hey hey um i mean who? What if? What if I told you, I might have one on preorder because my friend works at Apple for twenty five percent off.
1: That would be very nice. <laughs> I would say you just ordered the wheels. <laughs> Aren't those like four hundred bucks?
0: Four hundred dollars for the wheels upgrade. Same. Yeah. Literally, that is how much a person's cars tires to replace them cost. So hey, wheels for wheels.
1: Wheels for yeah. wheels. Yeah.
0: We, okay. Okay. You don't seem like you were. You might. You might not be uh, in the, in agreement with me on that one. And that's okay. No,
1: I just, I just don't, to me, it's not really like, it's not in my wheelhouse because I, A, I don't need that. I don't really, I, it's just not, it's not in my coverage. Like I don't really like for my viewers, I'm not really covering that. So I didn't really put much stock into it. I get it. It's cool. And I see what you're saying, but to me, it's just not something that I really concentrated on because I didn't really need to. And I I think it's great, but, I, I mean, the spec out $50,000 computer I saw everyone posting to Twitter, <laughs> there, you know, shopping carts was just like crazy. And it's great. If you're an editor on a TV show, you probably need that kind of computer. But if it's only as fast <laughs> as, a, as a 2011 iMac, I mean, that, you might want to look back into that.
0: <laughs> you might want to reconsider that. Get the
1: extra RAM upgrade. I mean, uh, Mike. Okay. So,
0: yeah, you know what? It is also a thing that I don't need either, quite honestly. So we're, we're, we're in
1: agreement there. All right. You're, you're up next, bro. Um, let's see for a highlight. I'm going to say I like the surprise AirPods pro as a highlight. And I thought that was, it just, again, it's like Apple has, they took the playbook this year and they literally threw it away. I mean, we didn't, I mean, how many products did they launch this year without an event, right? Without any pump or circumstance, they just put out a press release and they seed you know, some of these influencers beforehand and you know, MKBHD is like I've actually been using the AirPods <laughs> for 6 years now and you can finally hear about them. So it's like all these little things that they did this year that was pretty cool. And uh the AirPods Pro, I thought that was great when they were like, okay, here's our ne- our new thing and and now you can purchase them. And I think the AirPods built upon the success of the uh or the Pro built upon the regular one's success and uh I thought they did a nice job with them.
0: Yeah, I think they're really solid as well. They're 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 really for what they are. They're, they're, they're a solid to really good product. If you want to pay that money, if you do.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Like if you look at air, uh, you know, when I bought my, my bows, it was like the, what are they? The Q30s. I don't even know if they're the 25s, 30s. (laughs) This was like, you're talking eight years ago, right? When I took Mm -hmm. my first flight to Japan, I was like, should I do this? I mean, this, these things were like, I think they were 300 or $350. That's a lot of money. And you know, they've lasted this entire time. Number one, I still have them. And they're still great sounding headphones, but number two, it's like 250 bucks for noise-canceling headphones, by the way, that are tiny. I mean, that saves me packing a giant pair of uh, headphones, noise-canceling, in my bag when I travel. And so I do think that they do have a, a value that's pretty well within line of their cost. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, what? They could have been 200 bucks, but that's now, now you're thinking that's actually kind of cheap and they might feel like they're not as good as the, the other ones.
0: Oh how nice it is to be Apple to even have that uh, debate internally. Right. They're like, you know, we could sell these for one ninety nine, but you know what? Let's just go two forty nine. They'll buy it anyways. And guess what? They're buying it anyways.
1: They're buying anyways. I've been to I've been to China, and let me tell you, <laughs> I saw. I will never forget. I was in like the marketplace with all the like crazy electronics or whatever. I saw the cables that you buy for thirty dollars or forty bucks in Best Buy. <laughs> One dollar. I'm talking the <laughs> braided, nice lightning cables. One dollar. I mean, if they're, if they're charging a dollar, how much does it cost to make those? And so there's a lot of profit in these things. Oh,
0: anyway. there totally is. There totally is. Okay, um, I, I'm looking at my list, what I haven't said. Okay, here, here's one of my low lights. This is actually probably the last thing I have on my list. I didn't think of everything like Rich DeMuro, Mr. Extensive Rich DeMuro does, but I wrote the HomePod. Nothing. Still a low light. And the reason why, I think there was an opportunity here to still release a cheaper HomePod because that, that product sounds amazing. Yep. And when I say nothing's going on with it, they added a few features like, oh, you can now listen to live local radio stations. You can play podcasts. You can play ambient sounds. But that product, they basically kind of threw it out there at three forty nine. They haven't done anything major to it. They haven't even tried to make it uh, more digestible or come up with a companion, like a smaller, cheaper, affordable one. Their home kit platform is still desperately lacking in compatibility with devices. I think they're still only compatible with around, I think around 200 smart home devices, which well, is not going to
1: cut it. Did you see the news today with I the, did see uh, that. the Zigbee stuff? I, mean, I did see that. Apple, Google, Amazon all cooperating. So that's a good thing.
0: That, that's something... Look, I think that so for people that aren't up to it, there was just a report that came out that Apple, Amazon, Google and Zigbee, these major smart home platforms are going to b- build an alliance and develop their own open standard for smart home devices, which will in the future really ideally catapult and kind of make let's say you buy a Google Home, it's going to work with the uh, HomeKit compatible devices. It's going to make it a lot more easy for all these smart home products to work together, which is great. It, I mean it's going to by the time we actually see the fruits of this labor they haven't actually announced the standard so that's probably a year away then by the time it gets to developers and into products that's probably another year away so let's say realistically we'll see this in 2 to 3 years right right what is right. apple going to do in those 2 to 3 years to be more attractive so i just think the homepod sounds amazing i love it for its sound it's not worth 349 which was then lowered to 299 and then I said on one of my videos, "Hey, if you could, Best Buy was doing like a hundred dollars off on it, so I said at one ninety nine, the HomePod's actually worth it at one ninety nine, but no more than that. I I'm just a low light is that they have this thing that they kind of threw out there without really knowing what they're gonna do with it, and I get it. That's part of them trying to let the market define where maybe they can go, but at the same time, it's still a low light because it's like,
1: why are you even there right now when you're not really doing anything with it?" It, it just couldn't be any different than the way Amazon does stuff, where they <laughs> literally just throw stuff out there. It's like there's there are so many Echo. Remember that one event where there were so many <laughs> Amazon devices that like people just gave up. Like reporters were just like, "Oh!" And they also launched like seven more things, and they didn't even mention what they were because there was just too many. Uh, whereas Apple. <laughs> I, I I agree with you. the The HomePod sounds fantastic. It rivals what you get from the Sonos system because you can easily link it up from your iPhone. You can link up, you know, a bunch of speakers all in different rooms, and it sounded amazing. But they needed a companion speaker that was smaller, or they needed that one ninety nine price point to make it somewhat digestible for the Apple fans. Now, for the average person, I think that under a $100 price point is really what they needed, which is what the Echo really kind of specializes in. Um, and that's why they've become so popular because it's like people don't necessarily care about the best sound, mm-hmm. but they do care about price. And they know they're going to pay a little bit more for Apple, but 349 was just out of the gate way too much for that, that speaker.
0: Yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know even because this whole alliance that we just talked about that takes time. I don't know what Apple's going to do within those two years to make the HomePod that much more attractive other than make a smaller one, but it's still really limited because of, you know, how they view security, which I get, you know, but it's still a really limited device. So, well,
1: that's, that's the other thing. I I actually, you, you mentioned that, I mean, the whole, what you can do on it is very limited. Like when it comes to voice commands, I mean, you get Siri, but there's not even really third-party apps. Like if you look at, Amazon and Google speakers, you know, you can get the music you want and the skills you want and the different things with, with the Apple one. You really, it was mainly meant for music and that's it. And by the way, just Apple music, you know, um, (laughs) they recently, I I think they added Spotify compatibility, right? And you could, you could airplay (laughs) anything you want to it, but I'm saying voice commands, you can't, you can (laughs) use, I guess you could do Spotify now because Siri works with, uh, Spotify and YouTube music now, Right.
0: Yeah, but voice. I just – I don't know. I thought – so here, I, just for fun, I tried I tried it on my uh, HomePod that I got a long time ago when it was literally like a refurb for 199 like six months ago. Right. And just because I wanted to have one just to see how they develop it. it the software has an update where I, I at least – it's supposed to be over the air, but I can't – I tried doing a Spotify and it didn't – using my voice, It didn't. it didn't link to it. It said it can't do it.
1: See, I don't think it I don't know if it can. I know on the iPhone you can, which, you know, cuz I tried it with my YouTube Music, but I I don't know. Uh yeah, something to think this about. Shows how much we care about this
0: product. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And I don't I don't hear anyone complaining about no, it either.
0: No, no no one is. Okay, you have a few more so I'm going to let you go and I'll just kind of talk off
1: some of your stuff now cuz I feel like you have three or four more maybe. Um no, no, I think I'm actually done. I think really? the only other, the only other highlight I had which has not come to fruition was that whole sign-in with Apple thing. Mm. There's a lot of hype around that, and it showed that Apple was kind of putting these app developers on notice. You know, it's like, you know, just the idea of, like, being able to log in without really giving up much of your information was really cool. We haven't really seen it take off in a big way. I did see it on two websites recently, which I thought was interesting, Um, but I have not personally used it yet, so... Um, I don't know. And I don't know if if it's kind of going to take off or not.
0: You know, that's a really good point, because it it was a great feature that when they showed it off, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. It's going to make things so much easier. But in the time that I've used iOS 13, I haven't had the prompt for it to, you know, developers aren't putting the hooks in there yet.
1: No, not. I'm trying to think of what app I just was on that, that actually had it. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then I just skipped it. I just, you know, I, I think if you're using like a password manager and all that stuff, it's like, you just, Oh, maybe it was Hootsuite. I don't know. Anyway, it, it, it's just one of those things where I don't know the appeal. I think it's confusing to most people. You know, if they're sitting there, they're probably like, wait, what is, what's the deal with this? Like, I'm not sharing my email address. Like, does that mean they can't email me? So I, I feel like it could be confusing to some people.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, okay, Rich, is there I'm not trying to throw a curveball for you. Like we talked about our highlights and our low lights. If you don't if you don't have anything else, is there one thing you're kind of looking forward to next year from Apple because I I feel and I think you feel the same way. 2020 is expected to be a pretty dang big year for them with all the stuff they may or may not be releasing. Is there one thing that you're kind of looking forward to potentially?
1: um hardware wise I am perfectly happy I think with the 5g stuff like obviously we'll see a 5G iPhone I think that's the big rumor um, to be honest the only thing that I might want from them still is the ability to set a default app and I it just gets me once in a while when i'm I'm fine with copying pasting all this stuff but like there's just certain times where I just want when I click a, a directions in yelp i want it to open up in google maps i don't want it to go to apple maps or if i need a phone number in the car and i you know i say you know hey siri can you uh get me a number for uh whatever and it says oh i can't because you don't have apple maps installed and i'm like darn it i don't want to install apple maps and i don't know that's it
0: i lo- i love how you said the magic words and it just set off your phone
1: I yo you heard that? I totally heard that. that's awesome. <laughs> I okay. probably just paused everyone listening to the podcast <laughs> on their iPhone. I I apologize.
0: You know what? Okay, I'm not trying to go back in time, but it reminded me of one other low light that I forgot to put on. I don't know if you've been experiencing this, but holy crap in iOS 13, the autocorrect and the actual way you move the cursor around to make corrections is so much
1: worse now. Have you do you know what I'm talking about? Um I you know, I don't know. Maybe Damn. I don't know. I, Maybe I'm you
0: have flawless typing.
1: I'm trying to think because I use. Well, I do a lot of swipe. Oh, and you then do I, a lot of swipe. That's why. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of times I do, um, like, I double tap a word to like change it, and I'm trying to think. Did that go away? No, that's no. what I usually do. I just usually double tap the word to highlight it and then delete it if I need to, or I'll just kind of. Yeah, it's still not good. Let's put it that way.
0: You know what? Your are typing, your type is it typemanship, not penmanship. <laughs> your typemanship must be much better than mine because, like, I have typos all over the place. Or they suggest like just ridiculous words. I'm like, wait, oh, this yeah. is not this is not what it, it used to be. Better. I'm just saying. From anecdotal day-to-day use, it used to be better. And, and it
1: should be better. Let's put it that way. Like when you, and I think this is one of the things, when you use an Android, when their voice control and their, but not Dude. voice control, their their voice to text, I mean, you used the Pixel, right? Yeah. You saw oh, yeah. the, uh, oh, it's I mean, it is 100%. It never gets things wrong. It gets things, if you say the name of a business, a proper business, like a proper noun, it gets it right. Whereas Siri, like it, half the time, it just gets it wrong. And it, the worst is when you say, do you have a sec? And it changes it to, do you have a sex? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sending that to my boss. Hold on. It's like, <laughs> you you want to be sure you do not press send before it's done autocorrecting sometimes.
0: Rich, I thought Siri just learns from the most commonly used
1: words that you oh, use. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't happen That's, yours, huh? Uh, no, 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 not not at all. Not at oh. all. <laughs> And I, I won't tell you what the other words it commonly oh I don't I mean to. I hey you better be careful
0: It's by watching the the morning show you know that, that that's out there right now you better oh be careful oh
1: my gosh okay that's right that is actually funny when uh, I always think that's funny when people talk about Twitter trends because they're always like oh look this was trending on Twitter and I'm like dude that was trending on Twitter for you because that's all personalized <laughs> like, that is not trending for everyone that's like true. anyway.
0: So awesome, Rich. Well, hey, you know what? Thanks so much for coming out and having fun. Always love having you on the show. Um, But, you know, you and I will be at CES. And other than big TVs, uh, I I hope that we find, I mean, there's always some kind of fun, new little quirky trends here and there.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of little nuggets nowadays. It's not like the big one thing that everyone flocks to, but uh, hopefully we'll find some stuff. I mean, last year we found a couple things. So
0: be like TV, 5G and a few fun things. That's You got
1: to have, have visual stuff, you know, yeah. from, uh, you know, for TV, video, all that good stuff. People want to see things I know, and they want to see stuff that they haven't seen before. So being like 5G latency is you know, off the charts because it's so good. It's like, who cares?
0: Even, even the 5G devices. Hey, look at this device. Right. It just works faster.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Show me when you have a holographic screen and I can type in midair and swipe like minority report and then that's cool. Okay, well, there 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 might be something like that there.
0: <laughs> Hopefully,
1: I'll, I'll look for it. All oh right, no, you know what, you know what's what, big this year at CES? What's that? Are you getting the pitches? This is this the first year they have adult stuff?
0: Oh, that's right. There, there's yeah. an official yes, yes. Give me give me a sex. That's yeah. That that'll be
1: definitely commonly used on your Siri call now. I don't know how I'm going to cover that. I, I work on mainstream TV, and uh, some of the pitches I'm getting are like. While they're interesting, I don't think I can show this stuff.
0: Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? I know a lot about you, Rich. I don't know how I'm going to cover this stuff. People at home, if you look it up, Rich did a uh blu-ray versus was oh it um gosh. was it this hdvd was so uh, long ago uh, porn like how the <laughs> porn industry is going to like which standard do they align with i can't what was i, uh, I literally it was just hd
1: this. yeah it was hd dvd <laughs> versus blu-ray we yes. went to the adult convention yes. and yes. we did a three-part series this was back in the day when cnet um have you heard of cnet i don't know you know nah nah, nah 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 they, you know, they were all about getting the streams, and they're like, what gets the streams? Like <laughs> they still are, else. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my gosh! And the, I'll never forget the. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I can't even tell the stories from that day, but it was just. <laughs> 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 Let's put it this way: I did interview Stormy Daniels, so you did. I did, and I can't find the video because it's. I think uh, I think those have been gone. But uh, it might still be
0: on their site. It wasn't on YouTube because YouTube didn't exist back then. That's how yeah. long ago. It
1: was. <laughs> That's how long ago. That's, I'm it serious. Was before the internet, it was no.
0: it, it was before YouTube.
1: Yeah, it was. It was when they streamed everything themselves. And uh, now I feel like all these companies. I'm not naming names, but they're all. As long as you can get those thumbnails on YouTube. Dude
0: rich your your spe- your speech preaching to the choir man <laughs> I know I know I don't want to get myself in trouble don't get yourself in too much trouble but I had I like this see this is this is how memorable it was I totally remember that from
1: years ago oh yeah told I remember doing it I remember going there and just like whoa what this is a whole nother world
0: anyways if anyone can cover
1: um, that <laughs> I, okay. I'm going to stop. Yeah. I just don't even, I know you're looking for a pun here. Should we just, should
0: we just end the show? We should end yeah, the show. I think
1: so. It's all been right, fun.
0: It's been good. All right, Rich. Hey, um, because I introduced you and told you everywhere people can find you, I want you to do it this time because this is your time to shine, baby.
1: Uh, just go to my website, RichonTech.tv. TV. Uh, my podcast is rich on tech. You can find it anywhere you listen to audio. Instagram is where I'm doing all my stuff these days. So at rich on tech there. And finally, get the book. It's called 101 iPhone Tips and Tricks. I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're an Apple expert, but get it for your mom or your dad or someone else who uses the iPhone that may not know as much as you. I think they'll thank you for it.
0: Awesome, bro. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon and we'll
1: see you at CES. All right, Brian. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right. Those were the highlights and the lowlights for Apple in 2019. I'm sure you all had some of your own, when you're listening, you're like nodding your head, yes. Other times, like, nah, 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 that's not it. Or we probably missed some. If you want to chime in, I don't know if I'm going to be able to include them in the next few shows because we're wrapping up this year, right? I have a lot of specials or interviews and different shows set up because, look, the break is coming up. So chime in if you'd love to, applebitsshow at gmail.com. Use the voice memo app or send an email to me directly. I do read them, people that have written me. I do respond, even if I can't always use your voicemails, I try to do the best that I can. Apple bits show with a Z. And remember, also, thank you so much to all of you who continue to support this show. We gotta give big, big thanks to my Platinum Apples. Those are people that are supporting us at the $100 level. Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader Jarrett Lewis, Calvin Fatakar. Thank you, thank you so much for your amazing support as we continue to move on to 2020. So highlights, lowlights, good apples, bad apples. We had them all this year, but I think overall 2019 was a year where Apple started listening. They put things together, and I was very, very happy with the direction that they're going in and what they did this year, other than they they gotta fix that software thing. That is gonna be a big thing to keep our eyes on Let's hope they attack it in 2020 like they attacked everything else in 2019. So thanks again for hanging out with us. Thanks so much to special guest Rich DeMiro. That's this week's show. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. One hundred freaking episodes, and we're still going strong. That's just crazy. So take care, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Be safe. Much love. Peace.